You're listening to Conversations with Cal, the official podcast of the Sydney Swans. That's right. You're listening to Conversations with Cal, episode three. There's a fair bit going on in the world at the moment, but first of all, I will apologise for the lack of podcasts so far. There's been a little bit going on in the world at the moment, so uh, I do apologise about that. We're embarking on a very special series of the show, as I'm sure you're all aware. We're all in isolation. The nation is in absolute crisis. There's no football. Everybody across Australia is stuck in their homes. Um, and unfortunately, it's for a little thing called COVID-19. But as ScoMo says, you can get takeaway. So that's the uh, that's the real positive amongst everything. But joining us today, special co-host by popular demand, is the prank call king, my good friend, not a bad little footballer too, and he's uh, on a nice little hiatus at the moment, Jackson Thurlow. Welcome, mate. <laughs> the big fella. Oh, Jacko. How are you, you mate? Popular demand. You are, mate. Yeah. Well, look, I've been waiting for the call. We've been in isolation now for about five days, and you're probably five days late because things have been running hot on my end, and I'm I'm ready to dive into it. Mate, we're going to have a chat about that running hot, but let's have a quick chat about your last performance on the podcast. You absolutely had a ball, but you were pretty harsh on yourself. I remember you saying. Yeah. Well, it's uh. Once the uh, well, it's not the cameras. Once you get the recording system started, you do tend to get a little bit nervous, and um, it's hard to listen to your voice on the on the on the replay. But mate, very fun. Um, I understand how these guys on radio now can just get up at five a.m. every morning because they get on there and just talk absolute rubbish, and it's the funnest thing ever. So, well, mate, I've, uh, I enjoyed my time and. Um, I'm ready for um, po- uh, podcast with pockets episode two. <laughs> well, you know what, um, y- your strength is talking absolute rubbish, mate. So, um, but mate, first of all, uh, very special day for you today, mate. Where I've, you've been kind enough to put your hand up to come back and co-host again. But um, something special about today, mate. You can fill us in on. Yeah, so I turned. Uh, I've I've turned twenty six today. Oh, ah, so, matey, just wait. I've got a new thing here, which is a um, uh, hang on, let me try and work this out. Hang on a second. I've bought a new um, uh, podcast kit, and what it does is is that it allows you to. Anyway, I was going to play a funny little thing for you, mate, but neither here or there. Don't worry about that. How how has the birthday celebrations been today, mate? It's been good. Um, so funnily enough, you can uh, come up with your own imagination here but my partner laura also has the exact same birthday and we're both from both from tasmania don't don't go and make assumptions about that so you got know where your mind is i know where your mind's going so just to confirm same birthday same year (laughs) same year about six hours apart so interesting um, and you're from tasmania yeah, I, yeah, I right. There, very, Do not very go there. Mate. And, and what did you? Um, I, I FaceTimed you earlier this morning, and you had a nice little present for for Laura. And what, what did you end up getting her? Yeah, so obviously there's a few major sponsors of um, conversations with Cal. We will get to them later pockets, on. Yes, with podcasts with pockets and um, Apple were actually nice enough to uh, to sponsor a laptop for Laura. So, really. Um, she was wrapped about that. Nice little, uh, a nice little new uh, MacBook. She's never had a, a, a really a, a um, top of the Apple range product like that before. So um, <laughs> she was she was uh, pumped up. 
Well, obviously that um, mate, it's, I'm, I'm I'm thrilled that Apple have come to the party there to supply you with a podcast, um, with not with the podcast, supply you with a computer because we have just taken a pay cut, mate. So I'd be very surprised if you were splurging on a computer. Yeah, well, that's yeah, that was that was before I knew what was going to happen. Uh, so that might, that might those listeners out there that um, laptop might be on gum free in the next couple of days if you want to if you want a cheap pickup. <laughs> well, as you always say, mate, you always put things down to a tax deduction. Absolutely, mate. You can claim anything on tax. <laughs> you had a work-related, work-related purposes. Just, just to clarify, this podcast does not offer financial advice. Uh, we recommend going to a um, a financial specialist uh, for those kind of things. But, mate, what about yourself? What did you get for your birthday? Mate, I was. Uh, I'm a, a big fan of. Um, this is going to sound very strange, but big fan of mineral water. So I was lucky enough to get myself a, uh, a soda stream. Set up, um, so it's exciting. So to so to stream, um, and and it actually it doesn't need plugging in or anything. So I might start bringing my soda stream machine um, into the boys when we get back training and just uh, mineral water on me. Mate, let's have a good old bloody crack at that water, mate. Uh, we had a chat during <laughs> the week, and um, one thing that you said, uh, you actually thought you were quite pathetic. You know, you were drafted pretty high, you were drafted pretty high round draft pick. You uh, played for a, you played for you're playing for two pretty successful clubs uh, down at the Cattery in Geelong, and you've also been at the Swans as with us as well. But you've only got nine thousand five hundred and sixty five followers. You said, and 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 you said that you uh, you said that you felt pathetic. So we might have a little campaign for your birthday to try and boost you to ten thousand before we get back to training. That would be a huge result. I reckon uh, with everything that's going on, it's a bit of a season of giving at the moment. Um, everyone in Australia is going through a pretty tough time. So let's give out some followers, I reckon, and I reckon I should be at the top of the list. Exactly right. Well, just as you just said, uh, sadly the boys are unable to put on the boots at the moment. We aren't even actually allowed to train with one another, um, which is terribly sad at the moment. I'm sure you've all seen on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and, and on the television many boys are getting quite creative with how they're uh, how they're getting their training programs done? Um, it's very very unusual circumstances. I've never experienced anything like this. I'm sure you haven't, Jackson either. Um, all the boys have gone their separate ways, but mate, I reckon when the uh, when Charlie Gardner, our general manager of football, sent the text out, um, I think it was on the Sunday night um, after our game from Adelaide, which we will touch on in just a moment, but. I reckon as soon as that text came out, I reckon 10 minutes later you were in the car and you're on your way to Noosa. <laughs> no. <laughs> we got the... <laughs> you were the first... Ten... Blo- I reckon you went, sweet, Dad, give me the keys to the Noosa house and we're on our way up there. Uh, mate, no, I wouldn't get started about this news. I've seen the property that uh, the Sinclair family's running in Brighton there, so uh, we'll right, get too started on mansions just yet. <laughs> well, it, my... was pretty qu- it was pretty quick. Look, Charlie Garner sent the text out. Ten minutes later, I, I tune into Channel Seven and start watching the news, and it says the eastern suburbs is the hot spot for coronavirus. My heart starts pumping. I'm thinking that nah, straight in the Ford territory, I'm up the highway, and I've ended up in Noosa. <laughs> well, I think about 26 of our playing group have headed interstate with their families. That what, um, in all seriousness, is actually a very difficult time for us all. And our thoughts and best wishes are, are for those who um, who are doing it really, really tough right now. Um, but there's one thing the virus cannot take away, and that's. Uh, and that's the boys talking absolute rubbish on this podcast. Uh, that's the plan for the next, uh, I'm not sure how many weeks we're going to be in this situation for young Jacko, but it seems like we're going to get a, a bunch of podcasts out to re 
re-engage, not re-engage, but engage with the fans while we're unable to, to put the boots on. But um, speaking of talking and, rubbish, sorry, go on, Jackson. And you know, and, and you know what, Miggles? Yeah, well, that, that don't, the listeners don't know why they call me Miggles, but anyway, we'll move on. But you know what? What? The big fella is back. The big fella is back. He's back in a big way. Um, (laughs) Speaking of talking rubbish, Jackson, just before we get stuck into the bulk of the show, speaking of talking rubbish, there's, you know what's not rubbish? What's that? Our friends at Garmin. Oh, I've been waiting for this. Now, Garmin have been unbelievable in sponsoring us on this podcast. They've done so much work in, uh, in making sure that we're up and running in what is this difficult time. Jackson, give us a, um, just give us a bit of a rundown about our sponsors in Garmin. Well, firstly, I love the product, and especially in this terrible time that everyone's going through, it's important to, I guess, make do with the facilities you've got at your house, whether it's a few push-ups, and it's important to keep an eye on your heart rate, and that is what Garmin can do. You can watch your heart rate from that – oh, no, I'll bug it up here, Callum. Bit of a link to stress and anxiety, I think you're getting that. Oh, yes, well, and that's where I've gone to. I've had a bit of stress and a bit of anxiety just there, mm-hmm. but lucky I've got my Garmin on. I can check my heart rate, and things are looking pretty good. Thank you once again to Garmin for sponsoring this podcast. We're still waiting on the watches for you guys to send through. Still not quite sure about where those bad boys are, but I'm sure they'll be uh, they'll be on their way very, very, very shortly. Do you actually think they listen? <laughs> <laughs> well, we've discussed this once before. We've we got to pump them up so much to a point where they think you and me are hilarious and they're going to send a couple yes. of watches to us. Not only us, but all the boys as well. Yep. Now... Let's get stuck into it, mate. Uh, the boys, we're not playing at the moment. I think we were due to play Essendon on Friday night, which would have been an absolute cracker at the SCG. But uh, on the positive note, the week before, we did get one match out against Adelaide. Um, it was a terrific win by the boys. Uh, the atmosphere was incredible, unbelievable. It's one of the best atmospheres I've ever seen down at Adelaide. Um, Few stars for me. Isaac came back with an absolute bang. Josh Kennedy racking him up. Luke Parker was always very, very strong. Great to see Crayfish getting back to playing senior football after a couple of nasty years for injury. The defenders were rock solid again. Um, but you have a special highlight from the game, Jacko, which uh, you'd like to talk about. Yeah, well, um, as a new boy comes to the footy club in Sammy Gray, actually a few, a few new boys um, wore the wore the um, red and white for the first time, Caden Brand and Louis Taylor. But a favourite of mine, Sammy Gray, um, started the game really well. Um, and I don't know, 10, 10 minutes in, Sammy gets a shot from, I'm going to say, look, I'll push it out to about 20 metres, but I'm going to say it was about 15 out. Mm. A bit of a, it's um, an awkward angle, that one, I will say, when you're about kind of 15, 20 out, sliding that angle, there's a bit of pressure on you. Yeah, absolutely. So he gets his 30, 30 paces back, deliberate approach, and uh, I think he took more grass than he took footy, mm-hmm. uh, and the ball went about seven metres to the goal on the mark. So that was probably the highlight for me. Obviously, the boys played great, but that was brilliant. Now, Sammy Gray, if you're listening, very funny man, Sammy. I reckon he's one of the um, – he's fitted in perfectly down at the football club, Jackson. Um, I know you're, you're not a fan of him, but um, I think he's a great fella. Um, I'm joking, mate. But he um, – Matthew Lloyd said the other day that was one of the worst kicks in AFL history. Is it? No, sorry, the worst kick in AFL history. I, I reckon we get footage of it, um, and we maybe post on the Conversations with Cow. 
podcast with Pockets Instagram page that's about to be up and running, uh, sponsored by Garmin. Um, and we and we just let people have a look at it because I know there's a lot of media people out there that will say it was the worst kick ever, but geez, it was funny. Sometimes things on footy fields happen that are absolutely hilarious, and that was one of them. I tell you what, if that was me taking that kick, oh god! Like I don't know, mate, about me, but I reckon if if a ruckman or a kind of a taller bloke took did did what uh, Sammy Gray did on that day, they'd be absolutely slaughtered in the media. But because he's a little fella, I reckon he gets away with a little bit. No, I reckon it's the opposite. I reckon ruckman get away from it. You serious? I reckon. Are you ruckman a persona to be? Oh, he's a big clumsy ruckman. Right. Well, you and then. He's a he's a craft he's a crafty small goal kicking forward. Yeah, but if you're a crafty small goal kicking forward, you should be able to hit the you should be able to take a set shot uh, yeah, exactly. 15, 20 minutes out. That's what I'm saying. I think he will be pillaged for it, but if you did it as a ruckman, I reckon that you'd get away with it. <laughs> no, I don't reckon. Well, uh, speaking of you defenders, you blokes just share the football around and you rack up your 25 every week just getting switch kicks. So, um, no, give me the handball receive. I, I want the ball in my hands. <laughs> Attack starts from defence. Uh, we've had Jordan Dawson on and mm. he is the pillar of that because you give the ball to the ball users and... Mm. And that is where the defenders are. Anyway, well, in, all in all, it was a terrific win by the boys. They only just got back into town because I think the next day um, the South Australian government closed the borders. So a few blokes were a little bit nervous at the airport, um, just trying to make sure that they get back into Sydney before they get quarantined. But they were back very, very safely. And over the next few weeks, uh, for how long this lasts, as we spoke about before, going to get plenty of players on to share what they're up to, how they're coping in isolation. I don't think many blokes would be uh, would be going too well. I've gone through about six to eight. <laughs> uh, Jack, Jack, I just um, – we're doing this over Zoom and Jackson just um, put up a picture of something quite – Quite disturbing, so probably we've got, we've got plenty of kids listening on the uh, podcast, Jacko. So make sure um, don't do I that again. But we're going to get plenty of inappropriate. <laughs> going to get plenty of boys on there sharing funny stories. We'll uh, start getting to know these fellas just a little bit more uh, off field because basically we're spending a fair bit of time off field at the moment. Jacko, who would be at the top of your list to uh, to come on the podcast? Um, I think it would be good to to get Jake Lloyd on and just really let him open himself up a bit. Uh, Harry Cunningham would be a good one. The boy from Wagga. Callum, Callum Mills. Speaking um, of Jake Lloyd, just quickly, mate, we FaceTimed him yesterday. His property in Horsham is something out of – I couldn't believe what I was looking at. No, nah, that's a that's a gym that would fit 1,000 people in it, and he's got it in his backyard. Mm, so we're, we're talking – Boxing gloves, bikes, weight racks, the lot, you name it, he's got it. And not to mention a beautiful a pool, a swimming pool. pool. And it backs onto yeah, a beautiful yeah, a golf course there in Horsham. So, gold Jakey boy's doing very, very, very well for himself. But I want to go through a list of, few, of a few boys, mate. I want your predictions, and we'll have a chat about a few of them and how we think they're probably entertaining themselves during isolation. Yep. Uh, yep. What do you reckon Aaliyah Aaliyah is doing? He'd be drinking Fanta. Flat out. He'd be drink. Hang on. He'd be drinking Fanta in his basketball gear. Yeah. Playing fi- playing FIFA. <laughs> well, uh, he, he's probably got about you know six to twelve weeks off football, so he could start by cleaning his apartment because it's an absolute disgrace, <laughs> Shandy. <laughs> I don't know if you've been around there, but I'll be around there. I reckon playing a little bit of FIFA with Chandelier as well. Uh, Luke Parker, what's he doing? Uh, 
he'd be he'd be building um he'd be building some sort of house or um pool or putting a new kitchen in or something he'd be doing something crafty so counting his cash beautiful josh kennedy what's he doing <laughs> Uh, what will Joey be doing? Um, Joey would have started off with his morning Pilates. Yes. Um, and then he might have, um, Joey, beautiful young family, might have gone, maybe sh- rates himself at basketball, might have gone and shoot a few hoops down at the local park before um, obviously keeping his 1.5 distance. Um, and I don't know what else Joey would be. What do you think he'd be doing? I'm not sure. I reckon Joey would be uh, – I've seen his little home gym set up at a very, very nice place there in Rose Bay in the eastern suburbs. So hopefully he's keeping out of the um, out of the Bondi scene at the moment because we all know the, the disturbing scenes that, um, that Bondi has been up to in all this coronavirus kind of stuff. So he is the mayor um, of, that, uh, of that council, so hopefully he's containing things quite well. An interesting one would be – I want to get on the show – is Isaac Heaney. He's gone back to Newcastle, and every time this guy goes – back to Newcastle he is just I think they get the rose petals out and they just tell this guy how amazing he is um, it's literally like the the prince has come back to town and he'd be shirtless I would be too if I was him what about Ollie yeah that's a great point yeah what about Ollie and Will I reckon that they're, they're thick as thieves these two I think Ollie would be in Victoria did Will end up making it back to SA I think Will's gone back to SA I'm not 100% sure he'd have his Adidas kit on though Wilbur would Mm. Um, very big fan of the Adidas product. Um, if you haven't seen his social media and um, Ollie, what would Ollie be doing? Does rate himself at tennis? Maybe he's working on the forehand. Working on the forehand, very good tennis player. He's mate. I think one of the big questions is is you know we're basically going into a second preseason. Let's be honest. Um, we don't know how. I think the AFL has said we're going to be spending about six weeks. Of um of our six weeks of our lives um back at home away from the football club um there's always a risk of guys coming back to preseason a little bit chunkier than usual mate who's yeah. let's have a chat about who's the tip to to come back a little bit on the chunky side. <laughs> You just want me to throw someone under the bus, mate. I'll throw <laughs> a few under too, but uh, I, yeah, you, you, you start. <laughs> I don't know. It's a weird time because obviously being in isolation, um, it's going to come a time that we could go into lockdown potentially and players are going to have to go and load their shelves with shopping and um, you want products that are going to last that are normally not great for you. Um, so there could be a few Tim Tams slip into the flick, sorry, slip into the fridge, a few packets of chips in the pantry. I don't know. I'm thinking – I'm thinking Squizzy Taylor. He's going to go back home. To, back, I don't think he can do it to, twice. <laughs> <laughs> he might have learned his lesson the first time, old Squizzy. Yeah, maybe. Um, well, after seeing um, Mr. Yake Lloyd's gym set up, I know he won't be coming back in terrible nick because he's got some sort of gym you'd see in an American um, football facility. But mm. who else is there? Um Maybe yourself. Look, you could get comfortable down there. You're 30 now. You can get comfortable down in Brighton. I think the club thinks I'm 26, mate, so just keep that uh, <laughs> <laughs> So keep that quiet. I reckon um, potentially a little Ollie Florent for me. I reckon he, you know, he enjoys the Bayside lifestyle with his good mate Joel and Marty, two very, very funny members of the club. I reckon they might get a little bit comfortable 
um, in, back in their little comfort zone back in Melbourne. But we'll have to get them on the podcast, maybe do a little weigh-in uh, for them. Yeah, I don't mind that. Uh, maybe a, maybe a, a live a live weigh-in. Mm. I, I thought it was really interesting what you said before about players being um, in isolation. And I was actually thinking this the other day that a lot of people were saying that the AFL players and the AFL footballers might struggle um, in this time of year about being isolated. But I reckon if you've, if you've been around long enough, you've um, you've experienced a fair few injuries like I've experienced as well. And I'm sure um, you yourself with uh, with your ankle trying to get back from that. But I don't know about you, but I reckon I've experienced um, a fair bit of isolation. Like I think when you get injured and you're and you, um, going through the rehab process, you spend a fair bit of time on your own and away from the group. Um, I think I personally think that the athletes might um, – Obviously, want to be playing football, but they might um, cope with it a lot better than what people think. I don't know. I don't know what your thoughts are on the situation. Um, yeah, I reckon some people have been really fortunate not to have any injuries throughout their career, and then some have had injury after injury. So I reckon it, it's sort of different for different people. But I feel like the way that we're set up now with social media is you can stay in contact with everyone pretty quickly. Um, whether it's through Zoom or whether it's through Skype or group messages that the boys have got firing. So um, it's good with the food club are done sending everyone back to their family so everyone's got people around them. But, um, yeah, I think it's individual preferences. I, I don't mind being by myself. I'll spend a fair bit of time in rehab, always bloody injured. So yeah. um, I don't know if that answers your question, Miggles. But. No, I just think it's quite interesting. I think I think it's a good point you make that some guys might potentially struggle because they probably haven't you know done a long term injury. But I think when you're injured, I guess you've always got little goals and milestones that you can get to. Particularly if you're feeling um, alone and lonely and isolated while you're going through an injury, you always kind of um, by, well by the end of this week, if I tick that off, then I can keep moving forward and you kind of have a timeline to your injury. I guess probably the hard bit, I reckon, you know, during all this kind of stuff, particularly as an AFL player, is that there's so much uncertainty and you don't actually know, like, when we're going to be back or... Because, you know, when you go away in your off-season, you know the date you've got to be back and the ba- and the date you've got to be back for training and ready to go. But I think at the moment, we, as players, we just don't know. And I think that might be the thing they'll be struggling with. Yeah, especially with the training program, we could, well, hopefully it's sooner, but there's potential that we could not be back playing for, for ages. So it's probably important that players don't go out and just absolutely flog themselves silly and they get to their peak fitness like probably a lot of players were around one. But it's probably important to taper off a little bit and then build because the season does look like it is eight eight sort of weeks away. So we don't really want to get to oh end of May, June, and, and everyone's – a bit cooked like yeah. it's halfway through the season when really it's the start of the season because I reckon at the moment like I think how long have we been um, in isolation for probably almost a week now but <laughs> it feels like half it a feels year. like half a year but I've always you know I'm kind of waking up in the mornings and I'm kind of feeling like I have to go and do something and I've got to go and kind of um, I don't know I don't know how to kind of phrase this but um, go and flog myself full of exercise but when you kind of hear media reports of things like we might be back playing at, um, you know, in August and we might go through to December, you know, we can't, as players, keep flogging ourselves now. So part of me kind of thinks, you know, is it a smart decision to taper off a little bit now, have a reset? Because the reality is we've just come off, to be honest, six months of pretty high intense preseason. 
Yeah, and I think that's what will determine how when we start playing again is probably how different teams prepare through this period of time. It's probably so much unknown that I guess whoever deals with it the best will probably be, especially early, will be more successful because they'll be either ready to go and, and not lethargic or where the teams come back a little bit lethargic or I don't know how it's going to look. And I don't think anyone really knows what it'll look like. Or with the mental side of things as well, like who can be, which team or which players can be the most resilient. Um, because the reality is it's going to be kind of kind of like a probably a 13-month season if we came back in November and then yeah. we're going to finish probably, I don't know this, but you know, by all reports, we could be going through to the end of December per the agreement we made with the AFL. So it could be a 13-month season. And then, yeah, so you just got to really, I don't know what it is, you probably got to time your run and, be really quite specific with your training and take the rest when you can get it. So I, I don't know what many boys are doing at the moment. I, I could imagine that, you know, the temptation is to start getting out there and maintain your training. But at the same time, you know, you do have to, you know, time time things really, really well. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And especially being everyone sort of individual and away, it might be hard for blokes to then be motivated to train and that. But it's going to come a time that things will look pretty promising when we're going to get back into it and mm. hopefully we can judge it the best. You know, and not all of us have a backyard and a, and a first-class high-performance facility like Jake Lloyd to, to get prepared. So I'm just yeah, working exactly. with I'm just working with two dumbbells, two kettlebells and a skipping rope at the moment. <laughs> so, anyway, that's just an excuse. Right. I, might, I might actually blow out. But, Matt, Jacko, have you got anything to – any topics we'd like to discuss here on the pod? Um, we could potentially talk about your new podcast studio down in Brighton there in your mansion at Brighton that you, you did send me a, a small photo of that obviously the Sinclairs are going all right for themselves, Callum. Just two things, mate. Actually, uh, Brighton East. Uh, and secondly, it's actually a townhouse. So I, I really don't um, <laughs> really don't know what your what you're thinking and uh, playing it down. That is playing it down. Oh god, mate. Ladies and gentlemen uh, and boys and girls the tour I got of Jackson Thurlow's me and Jacko have developed. No. I like to think quite a nice little friendship over the last probably, you know, two years since he's come to the club, and I'd classify as one of my best mates. You kept. I'm just going to interrupt you there. You only started talking to me about two months ago, Callum. I've been at the football club 17, 18 months now, and I reckon you called me Jason for the first eight months. No worries, Jared. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but what I will say is that. I, you kept Noosa very, very, very quiet. Well, why haven't you invited any of the boys? For that reason. You've got to keep things quiet, Callum. I'm in isolation up here. Well, do you this want is the, my getaway. Do you this want the, is my getaway. Do you know the annoying thing is, though, in two Easter breaks that we've done since you've been at the football club? So One, one, one so Easter break. There's like a there's like a four sorry there's like a two four day breaks we've had we've had one last year and one year before, both times you have gone away with the Geelong blokes. No, no, yes you have, mate. I've seen mate, no, no, it's no, 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 no. There's a there's a tradition amongst you blokes at Geelong that you um that you head to Noosa for every four day break, and I see you down there with Reece Stanley, Tom Hawkins, you know, pushing the pram with those guys, you know, walking around Noosa. You know, Mitch Duncan's down there. I don't know these boys, but I, I, I really question where you're at. <laughs> I'm not sure if this rules against this, but we should get them on the podcast. If we don't get them on the podcast, we prank call them on the podcast. I feel like that would go down quite well. Yeah, nice, nice little deflection there, mate. Mate, anything else? 
have you got anything for me? Is it going to be a name change? I, I, I reckon we do conversations with Cal. Um, I'm not sure if you're co-hosting every single one though, mate. That's my only problem. Uh, right. Um, due, to, due, to, due to popular demand, we'll let, the, <laughs> we'll, let the people, we'll let the people have their say. Exactly, exactly right. Mate, how, how are you coping with the media attention with COVID? Because my... Um, I want to have a quick little chat about uh, Scott Morrison's press conferences. I reckon the bloke, to be honest, and this is not a platform to give you a political uh, point of view. This is just lighthearted. This is just fun. We are not taking the mickey out of politicians. Um, sorry, not taking the mickey. We will take the mickey out of politicians, but we are not going to um, you know, express our views on what we think. But the reality is, mate, this bloke has been – under so much stress, I reckon, the last three or four months. He's had to deal with the bushfire problems over um, over the summer, which is a terrible thing to happen, and there was actually flooding post that, and now he's dealing with the coronavirus and economic um, and uh, the economic climate, which has taken an absolute hit also. It's very sad for many people. But there is one thing I'd like to talk about, and that's his press conferences. <laughs> oh, very think, like what a what a job you like i would hate to the sleep that he would have lost over the last three months would have been brutal but how i you can't win you seriously cannot win no i i generally do feel sorry for the bloke because you know not there aren't many probably people in leadership that have had to deal with the um, the confronting, you know, issues in Australia and the world that he's had to. But one thing I do want to touch on is, uh, look, let's be honest, he's working around the clock at the moment, particularly particularly during the summer and uh, yep. and now. He wouldn't be getting much sleep at all. He wouldn't have time to cook, would you say, Jackson? No way. I would I would think of a man of his um, calibre would probably have meals sorted for him. But at the moment, I'm not sure he's going to get time to even eat. I don't know. He's got family. If he get time to see his family, like it would be full on being his position at the moment. Well, I think the, this is what I'm getting at. I reckon the reason he's um, with the food, the food court, with the food situation, he sits there and he closes down all the cafes and he sits there and he goes, "But takeaway's fine. You can get takeaway." Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon, because that's the only way he can eat. He's got so much going on in the world. He needs to get takeaway. He can't sit down for a meal. He can't, you know, go out for dinner with the family. He needs to get takeaway. <laughs> He hasn't got you know time to wait do? for dinner to be cooked. You know what we'll do? What's that? We'll shut all the food courts, but we'll keep them open for takeaway. It was very, very good. He actually spoke about that issue, and then he goes, oh, I just want to clarify. You can go to a shopping centre. You can you can actually go to the food court, but just for takeaway, like sandwiches, you know, um, <laughs> donuts, drinks, those kind of things. Um, and, he, and what was the other one? There was a – he, he closed down um, – he closed down uh, gym facilities. I think it was Bar A. <laughs> What's Bar A, Jacko? How are you meant to say it? Oh, I guess it's yoga or something. Pilates, is it? I don't know what it is. <laughs> well, I actually thought it was quite good how he handled himself. I thought it was a little bit of humour. I got plenty out of it. So, um, Mate, like I said, how does he win? He, he Seriously, he just – he's under the pump, the big fella at the moment. And if he wants to come on the podcast, look, I'm sure we can make some space for him. Well, I think is he is he he's a Cronulla Sharks man, isn't he? I think that's that, that, yeah, that's he's his a thing. Garmin ambassador. Yeah, 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 love Garmin. Thanks to Garmin once love again that, for, yeah. Garmin, for jumping yeah. on the podcast, mate. Really, really appreciated. So, um, but mate, look, I don't want to hold you up too much longer, mate. But um, there's a few things we need to finish off, mate. 
we're going to start a little hashtag for you, and we're going to try and get you to 10,000 followers. Yeah, get, hang on. <laughs> All right, I, I don't think many uh, people are laughing out there, but mate, nah. what are you going to do? What are you going to do for the fans while you're in Noosa to get ten thousand followers? I'm happy to pump you up. Oh, geez, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't actually really know if I've got that much to give. To be honest, that's probably why I don't have many followers. <laughs> well, mate, in your words, you are pathetic. You know what? You know what? I think. Garmin being a major sponsor, maybe we have a prize for whoever is the 10,000th 10, 10, follower. Garmin have hap, happily to donate a nice little watch, a little fitness watch. Mm-hmm. Um, so they'll be in contact with you for the 10,000th follower. Beautiful, mate. I am keen to get that happening. Garmin, thank you once again for your efforts on the podcast. We absolutely love everything that you're about. Really, really appreciate it. Um Mate, other than that, mate, do you have anything else you want to have a quick chat about? Uh, oh. What is there anything you'd like to chat about, Miggles? Look, mate, I don't want to hold up the listeners too long. We've gone for 32 minutes and 53 seconds. But, mate, I reckon that's there. So just a bit of a quick shout-out to the fans, everyone listening. It's been a really, really tough time uh, in the world at the moment, not only that with, um, with people's jobs in the world, also the health crisis that's going on. Very, very sad. But the aim of the podcast during this particular time is to get um, as many players on, as many um, uh, personalities throughout the football industry to come on and have a chat to conversations with Cal and Jackson Thurlow when he's available. And uh, we'll do our best to, to get um, all the um, – to check on what all the boys are up to. But – what we want to do is, if you can hit up the at Sydney Swans Instagram page, if you want to ask any questions to particular players, either myself or Jacko would be happy to ask uh, ask the boys. Send through a few funny ideas and segments in which you'd like to hear, also, and we can uh, and we can really get the ball rolling. Jacko, over Podcast. to you. Podcasts with pockets. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, that's <laughs> – Nah, Jacko, mate, thanks again for being such a good sport, mate. You seem like you're loving life up there in Noosa at the moment. Um, final words from you. Oh, just hopefully everyone stays safe and takes the laws seriously that keep your distance and stay home if you can because we don't want this to get any out of, out of hand any more than it already is and um, hopefully everyone looks after their loved ones through this time. Absolutely, and uh, we do have a lot of kids listening to the show also. So, kids, make sure you're washing your hands uh, for 20 seconds, both uh, front and back. Make sure we're abiding by the rules of social distancing and, yeah, stay safe and uh, stay close to your loved ones. Thank you very much, Jackson, and you're listening to Conversations with Cal. Thanks, Miggy.